All right, there we go. All right, so let's go through everyone's questions. First of all, maybe I'll start with Emmanuel's because he posted his, then Carol will go to you and then to you, Claudia. Does that sound good? And then, um, then we'll go on to the personal development for the second half of the call, of course. So Emmanuel had a great question. I'm gonna actually, I like having them up on my iPad so I can read them out. So Emmanuel says, how do you have a hard conversation with an associate? I'm coaching one of my downlines, not a personally sponsored person, but someone in my downline. And she's a little not so easy person, let's say. <laughs> I love that. I want to tell her that she needs to improve her manners in order to improve her business, her business relationships and our coaching calls, but without being rude. So how could I approach this? So I think that's such a valuable question because in our team, oftentimes we can notice behaviors or ways of being that we know are not helping them be successful, but we obviously don't want to hurt their feelings as well. So there's two ways that I've always dealt with this. So if it's something that um, I see throughout my whole team, like it happens not just with one person, but maybe there's like two or three um, cases of it. For example, this came up a couple of times in my team kind of early on, and then I, I made it part of my training where people thought they would be given people in their, their downline. And so within, when that was coming up, I would actually hold trainings and talk about that to everyone. So it wasn't like I was just singling out somebody. And then it happened again, maybe another six months and I did the, the same thing. And then I was like, oh, I need to put it in my training beforehand. So the first step would be, is this something that you're seeing um, maybe with other people too? And could you address it in a training so that nobody feels singled out? And then you could also put it into your um, initial training, kind of the, you could call it like etiquette for um, associates or ways of being that will help you be more successful. So that's, that's kind of like a really easy way to do it. And I, I used to have to do that too, even with when we used to do hotel meetings, because people would come to hotel meetings and they would have seen the presentation for, you know, 10 times. So they wouldn't really pay attention. And so then of course the person they brought wouldn't pay attention. And so I had to actually, within my own training, teach people how to be at a hotel presentation. So very, very common. So that's the, the one way you can teach everybody and then put it into your initial training. The second way is always a little bit harder where you have to have that tough conversation. So, but we, this is like so good for just life when we have to have tough conversations because we wanna have those tough conversations with grace and love. And my belief is that a lot of the issues we get into or the problems we have in our life is simply when we don't speak our truth or we don't have those hard conversations. So it's really good if you can learn how to have those hard ones. So if it's more just this person, what I would do is set up a time to talk to her. And that's the first thing with hard conversations is you always wanna create the container or create a space where they agree to have a conversation. And you don't want it to feel like they're in trouble or anything like that. In fact, when you first start talking, you want to more praise them and then bring in the issue. But what I might say is, hey, I'd love to get together with you and strategize your business. Look at what you think is going well. We can look at ways that you can you may want to improve because I really want to fast track you to director, gold, whatever it is. And so it's all under the auspices of you want to help them to fast track their success 
but to actually set up a time to sit down and talk because it's it's not like a when you have a, a tougher conversation it's not something you can just have you know very quickly when there's other people around you've got to create that container and this this kind of goes like in relationships as well like if there's a challenge with your partner or a good friend or a sponsor or just anyone set a time to have a conversation where you can both sit down and be relaxed and then what i always like to do is focus on the positive first so then i would say you know some things i've really noticed and and you can even say i wanted to talk to you because i really see you as a strong leader developing and i i think you can make such a a go at this i really see you as as moving through the ranks and i know you've mentioned that you've wanted to be a, a diamond director so i wanted to have this conversation with you to talk about things that you think are going really well and then maybe some areas we can help so that you can go through the ranks more quickly so then you can say first of all let's talk about what's going well these are some things that i think you're amazing at da, 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 da. what do you think is going really well in your business and then get them to say too so they're kind of praising themselves as well and then say that's fantastic what are some areas in your business that you feel that you need help with or that you struggle with so open it up to them first and then then ask permission would you feel comfortable if i share some things that i think might help you as well so is it okay that i so ask permission before um and then then if you feel like it really could hurt them and say now what i'm going to say i i really feel it's good to talk about because I think it will help you. But anything like this, remember never to take personally, it's just something to, um, to learn and grow with. So, and I always believe if you come into it with a good heart and you know, you're having this open conversation, they probably will take it absolutely fine. Okay, great. So create the space, the container, praise first and then um, ask them what are some areas that you feel that you need help in or anything I can do to help and then say would you be okay if I shared some ways I think could be helpful for you too so ask permission and then and then uh, then have that heart to heart <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. I love it. thank you I think this second one uh, gonna help me the best because yeah it's it's only this oh, this girl yeah so I need to have that conversation oh, well I think I think so so you helped me a lot <laughs> thank you Good. so much you're, you're so welcome yeah tough tough conversations are like in everything business partnerships everything they're the I think the hardest things in life <laughs> so yeah. Oh, so let us know when, when it, when you have that conversation, just let it know, let us know how it went. If it was awkward, you know, just anything, it'll probably be fine. But just if you need some more coaching after that, just let us know. Yeah, sure. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna talk to her next Wednesday. So next okay. Thursday, uh, I think the next, next Thursday for me is uh, uh, your another office hours, right? Yes. Like in a week? Yes. So I'm going to tell you. Okay, perfect. That's fantastic. All right. So you're so welcome. Um, so Carol, what's what's your question? Um, I've got this pros I've got a prospect. Uh, she has been on the product once or twice before, very irregular sort of thing. She's bought some over the past year or two. Um, she wants to want some more products. She wants definitely some more product. But after talking to her, 
she uh, is very interested in the business. Uh, though she's very analytical, <laughs> um, she um, can see the benefit of it because she just recently, she works on contract. She's got a couple of children. She's a single mum. Uh, she works, she's an accountant and she just works on contract. She only gets work paid for the day she works. So uh, she had a car accident just recently um, and injured herself. And she realised, well, I'm not. she does need something on the side to earn some extra income. Um, she is so informed her a little bit about the business and that because her other side, sorry, why she came to me originally this time was she wants to lose some weight. Um, and she, because uh, she's going in this little contest with some of her friends, The Biggest Loser, which we're just starting a 28-day program for The Biggest Loser. And that's how she lost some weight last year with, with me sort of thing and that um by buying some product that way and with me assisting her just sorry if i'm a bit all over the place with no, that no, it's sorry. Okay. Mm. and then now so then informing her about the business and about the new um active nutrition that usana has out and they've got a, the pack that she'd be able to utilize a lot of the enrollment pack that she'd be able to utilize a lot of the products she very much appears to want to have it but the money appears to be an issue that she's toing and froing with but she knows that she would love to have it, but she's still sort of coming up with a whole lot of reasons, maybe why not now and that. But just even try and get her on. Like, so she asked me, would I be able to uh, give her a list of all the products and their prices plus the list of the products in the enrolment pack and the price of that so she okay. can see what would be the thing there. But one of the things with this Biggest Loser thing that she wants to do, she wants to lose, over, it's over eight-week period, she wants to lose 10 kilos. And she's got the chance of winning twelve hundred dollars for that. Mm, gotcha. Okay. So sorry, sorry, it might seem a bit over the place. So I apologise. No, but no. it's just questions to ask her. So um, like, because I want to say yes, I can definitely help you lose yeah. that. You want to be there to assist her all the way. Yeah. And it's just something. Um, yeah. What to ask? Uh, like, like to sort of say if I resolve this question, oh, this question for you, is there anything else? Yeah, I just don't know what to what how did how to kind of help yeah or if the I decision. can or is it yeah, yeah. or yeah. can I or what the guy no with? I, I think this is a great opportunity because there's enough um hang on a second here just need to let someone in there's enough things that are, would make her want to do this like she's got enough whys but the yeah. only thing is it seems like the money so what I would do is I, I would put together so so you've got the enrollment pack Yep. that USANA does and then if she does the biggest loser you would put together a pack for her is that right well, Gertrude just wants the prices of all the products individually that were in the enrollment pack what okay. would they would think so what I've sort of think, thought of doing and I discussed it with Annette putting together probably a retail uh, having all those products that are in there because you do save on the enrollment pack but yep. having all the prices but having a retail price and membership price you know price what they yes. are that way yes giving it to a that way, but also letting because Yusana's got the uh, promotion. I think that it ends in about a week or two weeks' time. With or well, like here, Australia, New Zealand, not quite sure if it's everywhere that the uh, active nutrition. Oh, you get the free. I think it might be with worldwide with the you get the free BDS and uh, free shipping or whatever um, up until a certain date. So yes. just the fact that she gets that as well. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I would put like very clearly give her two alternatives. So option one would be as she wanted, like what's in the enrollment pack. So the, and like you said, the retail and the membership. Mm-hmm. Now, now let me actually clarify, is that what you want her to get? Or do you want her to make up her business center with products for the, for the biggest loser? I, well, I know I'd like her to get whatever's in that enrollment pack. I'd like her to, um, I'd love, love for her to join because I feel like she does need it and she wants to have it as such. Though um, just then to itemise the prices and that, that's what she asked me, could I do? Okay. Could I itemise the prices of what's in the pack as well? Yes. Like give her what's in the enrollment, show her what's in the enrollment pack, then just itemise each of them because we did tell her, I did tell her there is a saving if you do join up with yeah. the. Okay. Yeah. And with the enrollment pack, that gives her everything to do the. Um, yeah to do the the biggest loser okay yeah because so, I did offer I even sort of said look well let's buy you can buy some product every two you know okay every couple of weeks or something she yeah. said well I'd rather you know she'd rather save for the um, enrollment pack yeah because she'd okay. love to do the business yeah gotcha okay so that okay that I just wanted to make sure okay that's that's good so yeah I would definitely do that say this is the enrollment pack and normally this is what it would cost but with becoming an associate, this is the savings. Yes. So itemize it out for her and then have the okay. total. Yep. And then say, and there's so many benefits right now to becoming an associate because you save on the BDS. Mm-hmm. You can also take part. And I know the weight loss is very important to you, but even beyond the weight loss and my coaching you through that, which of course that's going to be an amazing process, but there's also the prize. So you've also got that as an advantage. Yeah, of, I'm trying to, yeah, want to dangle that. <laughs> yeah. So I, I would just lay it out for her to say, this is, this is such a good time because even if you were to buy these products separately, it's going to cost you a lot more. In the pack, you'll have this savings and you'll be able to refer and make money. And the BDS, the application fee is free. Mm-hmm. And you can also not only be on this wait list, weight loss journey but you can be eligible for the prize yes. so you're this is the best time in terms of the savings but all the extra things and and then I would also say and then it's just so good sometimes to get started because you'll be that much closer to the weight your ideal weight yep okay yeah yeah so I I would really touch on all the benefits to doing it now and that you know the sooner she can get started on the weight loss journey the better but it just mm-hmm. happens that right now there's so many benefits, savings, free BDS. She can refer people, prize. You know, there's like not a better time. And, and you can say like, I know weight loss is really important to you to do now, but it just happens. There's all these extra things that just kind of make it a no-brainer. Yeah, because she is also coming up with um, some things regarding like this money thing's a bit of a thing, although I think she knows she's got it, but she's just a bit hesitant because of um not no work but she knows with you know the work can be cut off as such or she doesn't have a yeah. income but uh continual income but she knows that she does need the side business yes yeah and you could even address that in it to say you know the great thing about this is it will also enable you to have a side business on the side or business on mm-hmm. the side so we can start building your income in this time period where you're not sure mm-hmm. what's going to happen because it's much better to build an income when you're not sure rather than, yeah. you know, the job gets taken away and then you've really got to scramble. Yeah. Um, so I, I would, I would let her know, just say, this is just such an ideal time for that. But then 
you know, as she's thinking about it, then I would use that phrase. Um, is there anything else that would prevent you from getting started? Are there That's any other concerns? Some of that too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely give her what she wants, but yeah. really show her this is what you would pay just the retail price. This is all savings plus all the bells and whistles. This is such a great time to start a business now when you, you're not having to scramble. You, you can start it. Yeah, okay. Um, yep. And then finally, as she's, you've given that to her and then there might be a pause hmm. and then you can kind of just wait in the pause and then say, is there anything else that would prevent you from moving okay, forward? Great. Thanks, it, it, It's a really, when someone asks to have the prices laid out for them, that's a really good sign because really what they're saying is show me why this is such, such good savings. Like they're, okay. they're wanting you to do that. Okay. <laughs> so oh, their practical side is like, Ooh, it might be a little bit much, but their other side is like, okay, if you can show me that I'm going to save money, this is the best time. I'll probably move forward. Uh-huh. So it's, it's good. Okay. Thanks. Thank you very much. You are so welcome. All right, Claudia, you on the hot seat. I'm on the hot seat. I actually <laughs> have not biggie things. I just wanted to make it a habit to regularly join the course. Yes, great. That's already okay. something, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Um, what um, sometimes I realize is that um, when there was a, a kind of a winning situation, let's say I got a coaching client, I got a customer, I got an associate and things like that, then it, it, it is kind of an exciting period before everything happens and everything is on on track and then suddenly I feel boom mm. like like energy down and then and I, I have quite some um, requirements to put me up and in the go again so is there any advice on how that hole is not so deep or is experience yeah. not so deep or whatever yeah yeah absolutely so and just so I'm, I'm completely clear so when you're in the zone of, of prospecting and enrolling someone and then that initial training, you're, it's very exciting. But after... Uh, 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 yeah, once... the, the, uh, even the, the kind of enrollment. So yeah. everything is done for the enrollment, the products are on the way and things like that. Yeah. So a kind of a tick, oh, that is done. Yeah. New associate, new coaching, new whatever. Yeah. Yeah? And then suddenly, boom goes on and I really have some energy to put me on track again. Okay, continue your 90 day um, prospecting, um, being um, kind of um, moving on social media, things like that. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the key things I learned is that even when I've got someone in and I'm enrolling them and I'm starting to train them to keep prospecting because it, it just takes this time for people to go through the funnel. So if I brought someone in and then I kind of stopped prospecting, I enrolled them, trained them, then there would be this period where nothing was happening and my energy would go down. But if during the time you're prospecting, you're enrolling, but you're still prospecting, you're going to comp- always have people coming in and your energy won't have a chance to go down because <laughs> you're... <laughs> Yeah, I, I, now, I now feel sometimes that uh, I'm, I wouldn't say afraid, but I'm very conscious and keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah. I tell myself just to not uh, feel that, that drop kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, some of it can be, 
by making sure that you're always because um, they, they always say this in network marketing that you have to keep process like the prospecting is the most important thing just to keep that funnel going but then also to make sure with all your new people that you are training them and you're really involved with their inviting their presenting um, mm-hmm. so that they're you're helping them be successful and then then you'll find like i find for me if i'm really doing those things prospecting enrolling training i don't have any time to really think about slowing down because i'm training my team i'm raising them in leadership i'm bringing in somebody new etc mm-hmm. yeah um then when you say helping them um helping the and train your team um i also because i'm doing one on one on one Yes. The, the volume is uh, not there yet uh, that suddenly 10 come find a place to, to be in a team training or things like that. So then I realize that um, I, I give myself numbers if I'm per week train people. So okay. there's a lot of team training going on, but the more team training going on, the less I have on uh, uh, having meetings with uh, prospect and things like that. So I, I I think I have to watch my balance here so that I also kind of uh, keep going on making sure that there are meetings uh, every every week for kind of getting new clients in and things like that. Yeah, yeah. The training can't take the place of the prospecting. They have to both be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, And it it might mean that trainings have to be shorter so that you can do Mm -hmm. your prospecting because if Mm -hmm. trainings become too long, you just don't have, you don't have the energy to prospect. But yeah. you, you definitely want to have those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm trying to give a, of an example just with other things where if something else in your life starts expanding, you still have to make sure that the things that have created that expansion keep going or else that expansion will end, you know, if mm-hmm. we're, we're not continually feeding. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also important that... Um, you I, or, or I am very conscious in what is um, this needle moving activity. So if things have to go, then it should be not focusing on needle moving activity, maybe other things which go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And yeah. to always remember yeah. that funnel, it just takes time. You know, like some people will decide quickly. Some people take 10 touches. And then mm-hmm. also some people we bring in don't do anything. So you're kind of back at square one getting another new person so that's why we always have to have new people Mm. until you get to a point where you've got like a strong leader in each of those legs like i I always Mm -hmm. try to have two leaders in each of my legs um Mm -hmm. just kind of for extra security but at least Mm -hmm. one yeah yeah yeah. okay thank you carmen are you uh having two leaders uh do you mean like like the rank or like the earning a certain amount of money or, or or what? Yeah, really good question. So more like two two people that I knew were strong and at least one goal director. So at okay. least one goal director. And then that other person could be like a strong director or a silver director that had a lot of potential that I knew really wanted to work it. And the reason why I wanted that, because usually once he, people hit gold, they're not going to stop, but occasionally they do. And if I have another, another person that's strong, that can rise to the ranks, then that gives me more solidity in that leg. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
And of course, it's it's really good if it's in that person's leg as well. Like a good example is on the right of my two, I had a doctor that was really strong and then she had a dermatologist underneath of her. And so the, the doctor was super strong for many years and then eventually she left. But the dermatologist underneath of her continued to rise through the ranks and then eventually took her, her position essentially. So that's why I kind of learned it's good to have like a strong person and then kind of a backup person. <laughs> and interestingly, the dermatologist was in her leg, so it did help her as well, which was all in the same leg for me. Interesting. Yeah. So at least one strong, but it's just good to have. And it usually kind of happens naturally that your strong leader is going to have another strong person because that's what's what made them, you know, a strong person, a leader anyway, because a gold is going to have some strong people in the organization. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, too, to keep keep visioning, because th this will give you more of the inspiration, Claudia, keep visioning like how you want how you want your funnel and the whole process for your network marketing business to go. So um, imagine yourself being really excited prospecting, like really keen people who really want this. And then they come in and you train them. And then they're, they're starting to become leaders, helping you train new people too. Just like in live well. So my, the name for my team, I, as people would raise to the ranks, I would have them train our whole team as well. So it wasn't just me doing the training. So kind of visualize that where, okay, I'm talking to people that are really excited about this. I'm training them. I'm developing them into leaders to help our team. And that can keep your vibration high as well, because you're, you're really visioning the possibility of what you want. Mm -hmm. And it's, it is, it's all, this is always going to be a struggle in any business we're in, like whether it's network marketing or even if it's like an e-commerce business where you've got your good customers in e-commerce and you've got your not so great. And it's the same thing in network marketing. You have your leaders and you have your not so great people who just aren't doing as much. It's easy to go down to the lower common denominator and you, you want to keep yourself up thinking about the people who are really good in your team, the people who you're prospecting that are really high level. If you're in an e-commerce business, who are your best customers? You know, rather than um, spending more time with your C and D customers or your C and D associates, you want to keep your vision high for what you want to create. Because we want to create from possibility, not from what necessarily is. So we always want to create from possibility. And that's how we can, you know, keep improving our business. Can I just ask a question, Carmen? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Just a couple of weeks ago, you mentioned about just to email you regarding the weight management program if you want to. I sent an email, but I must have used the wrong email address or something like that. So you it, know, yeah. send, it, send it again. We had okay. 24 hours where my oh. email, my website, everything went down for okay. 24 oh, hours. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I tried to get on the site one. That was it. Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they, they told me, anyone who emailed me, that it would bounce back to you and you would know, but that's not the case. Okay. Like, because so many people have told me that they didn't, couldn't reach me. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, Fine. forward that again, and then I'll okay. get back to you right away. Okay, thanks. No worries. Thanks. <laughs> so, yeah. it was crazy. Everything went down for, for 24 hours, which is nuts. I, I, was, 
up the coast and I was trying to get on. I was, I'll do some, yeah, some training. No, I couldn't get it. I thought it was my computer. Yeah. No, yeah, it was, it was our, our, it was our, our site. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So great questions. Were there any other questions that from each other's that sparked anything? Okay. No. Okay. Should we go into how much time do we have? Yep. Yeah, this is great. Actually, we've got a full half hour. Should we talk more about identity and beliefs and, and everything that we have been kind of talking about? So with all of this, use this with your team as well, because this is the really important stuff that runs the show. So I'll start with that analogy again that, and we've seen it in so many personal development things, but you've got the iceberg where only 5% is showing and 95% is underneath the water. And it's that 95% that's running the show. And that's, that's what we always want to uncover. Like, what do we believe about ourselves? What do we have for limiting beliefs? What is stopping us from achieving that thing that we want to achieve? So that's always our work with manifestation as well, that we want to always know the why and the what. And then we leave the how and the when to the universe or God, however you relate best. And then our other job is just always to focus on what do we need to do in our life to remove any obstacles that are preventing us from creating the life that we want. And that's, that's really the growth, the personal development. And that's always a journey and never to think that we're not good enough because that's not what it's about. It's just that that's our growth. That's why we're here you know, to figure out how can we remove anything that's in the way of manifesting the life that we want? How can we dismantle a belief that is not supporting where we want to go? And really, that's all we have to do. The why. We don't have to worry about the how and the when we just want the why and the what and then to do the work to like get rid of anything that's not serving us. So I always think the easiest way is to always go back to the B. So B do have, and that's our identity. Because if we can really decide who we want to be, our actions will come from that. So when you think about it and just journal about this really quickly in your business, who do you want to be? So when you think of, okay, I want to be a successful heart-centered entrepreneur. I want to have a successful network marketing business, a team that just loves what they're doing. And then from that income, I want to create XYZ. So just write about that for a couple minutes. And also the adjectives that describe you. Like I'm grounded, I'm a great listener, I'm resourceful, I'm even keel, I inspire other people. And then also think about any other people that you admire that are out there that show characteristics that you would like to emulate.
And this is the stuff. And Claudia, this is so perfect because the time when we, you know, our energy goes down is just to always go back, like just to sit down and look at your dream board and just journal, like, what is it that I want? You know, what is it that I, I want? And that's part of the human condition is that we will always desire and wants are good. You know, we're humans desire things. It's also why we want to make sure that we're enjoying the journey because as soon as we reach something that we wanted and we have it, we're going to desire something else. So that's why it's going to be, no matter what, we're going to continually, continually desire new things. And that's why we have to enjoy the journey because otherwise we're just going to desire, we're going to get it. We're going to desire, going to get it, desire, get it. And it's no fun. <laughs> so you want to just really enjoy the journey, but desire and, and want is what you want to create with your life is perfect. That is what I, I realized with my team. If um, there are some struggles, that is most of the time when their why is not strong enough. So yeah. we, we go back to, um, yeah, kind of digging even deeper yeah. to make it like more compelling to them. And then, I mean, like, like magic there again. They get it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and, but over and not but but over time also the, you, I see a, at the development eh? the why from one year ago might not be uh, the why from this year, yeah. so also here's like uh, regularly revisiting the why and find out if it's still working. As uh, I think that's an important thing to go as you say if there is a bad time to have this place to go back and to put into your mind why I'm doing what I'm doing and then then you get you going again huh? yes yeah exactly and honestly if we just sit down for a minute like what do I want in my life what do I want to do today how do I want to feel it it automatically connects us to our heart mm -hmm. and makes mm -hmm. us remember like what we're doing why we're here and that's why like setting intentions like before anything a conversation before a presentation before the day starts that's the same thing as telling the universe this is what i want to happen and it, it inspires us and that's why, uh, sorry, you know keep going that's why i love the WAP because we keep reminding uh, our why every week yes Yeah, and we have to. It's it's like exercise or brushing our teeth or taking a shower. You can't do it once a month. You know, it's got to be like you think of people that we all admire, like Tony Robbins, Marie Forleo, Elon Musk. You know, like they get up in the morning and they're thinking really big picture. Like, what do I want to create? What do I want this world to be like? You know, and, and that's really what we want to do, too. You know, how do I want to make change? What do I want for my life? What do I want for my partner? So, and I don't think we can ever do that too little with our team because it is something that's, it's requires like a reworking, you know, it's, it's, and most people, if you think most network marketers do it maybe once every six months, you know, if that sometimes, maybe once when they started. <laughs> oh. So then when we, we get that beautiful, and, and I feel it too, like every time I sit down and I vision, like even the smallest little bit, like what do I want for this situation? It inspires me because we're, we're focused on the possibility. We're not focused on the, like what's not working. 
And, and then of course, from there, then we are more resourceful. You know, well, how could I find a solution to this challenge? And there's always a way, you know, there's always a way. So then the next thing from that is once we revisit like who we wanna be, who do we admire? How do we wanna show up? What's our dream? What's our vision? Then we wanna think, and, and you, you can do this tangibly, like just journal sometimes, like, you know, what might be a belief that's holding me back from being all that I could be? So you can do this very consciously. The other thing I think is very valuable is throughout any moment in, in, in the day is just to notice your feelings. Like at any time, do you get a sinking feeling? And that's, that's usually when a negative belief hits you. Okay. And that's when, if you like, for me, I, I physically feel a little bit of a, a sinking feeling and I've trained myself to think, what did I just think right then? And that's usually where my negative belief is. And then, oh, I was worried about what they thought. Oh, I'm worried that I'm not going to be able to do that well. You know, so that's, I can catch my negative belief. So to me, there's two ways, very consciously sit down and journal. And you can ask your a question like, is there anything in me that thinks I can't be a diamond director? Why do I not think I can be a diamond director? And then you just write, write, write. And you'll, you'll probably get 10 things that just, and let it all come out. Like don't, don't um, squish it down and think, well, I can't think that. Because if it's there, you wanna get it out. Because remember, we wanna feel to have it move through our body and out. I did this with something I wanted to create the other day because I was like, I've wanted to create this for a while and I haven't. So there has to be some negative beliefs around it. So I sat down, I was like, okay, what negative beliefs could be there? Like, what am I thinking? And then as I wrote, I was like, wow, I can't believe I still think that. Things like, it's too late. I should have done this 10 years ago. I'm like, that's crazy talk. Like I'm only almost 50, but it, there's lots of time to do this, you know, or, um, you know, so many people have this product out there. So I'm just going to be another person on the market. Again, that's crazy talk too, but we have to get it out so we can look at that and then say, okay, is that true? No, it's not true. But that for some reason, that's a belief that I have in my body. And then that's, that's where the work is to dismantle the belief. So how do we dismantle? So first of all, we've got to, we've got to um, identify them. And I wish I had my, I should have brought them so I could read you because I had like 10. And I was like, I can't believe I still have some of those beliefs. It was a different thing than things I had worked on previously, but there was still some, some beliefs about age. It's been done before. Um, what if it doesn't work? You know, like I'm too old, <laughs> you know, <laughs> which is crazy. So it just shows you like it's, it's always, if we haven't achieved the thing that we want, well, we haven't, in, in my circumstance, I haven't created this product I've wanted to create for a while, then I have a limiting belief that's stopping me from doing that. Okay, so, so for all of you, becoming diamond director also is partly time too. So like Carol, it's not, you're not a diamond director just because of not having the, direct, the, the correct beliefs. It's also because there has to be time and consistency. So there is time and consistency as well, but we also wanna look at what what is stopping me 
and how can I dismantle it? So dismantling it is what you want to do is find all the reasons why you know this is not true. So like thinking I'm too old, I should have done this 10 years ago. You know, how many success stories could I find of female entrepreneurs in their 50s? Tons, you know, like I remember Dr. Northrup told me when I turned, I think, 48. She was like, I bet I wrote my best selling book when I was 49. She's like, the best years are to come, you know, which is so true. So I, I think we talked about this two weeks ago, but that's that, that's a strong one for men and women, mm. the age thing. Mm. Mm. Big one. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. And it's just the other way, like for for many people like millennials, th they think I'm too young, you know, like, I remember when I was 27 starting network marketing, and I was like, who am I to this to do this? I'm too young. I haven't had business success, you know, like hmm. now on the other side, we could say the opposite. I'm too old, which both are crazy. You know, it's just <laughs> not, not true. <laughs> so you want to dis dismantle those beliefs. Now, some of them you can dismantle really easily. Like that's silly. I'm not too old, but some of them might require some work where you can either like Google, like what, how can I change this belief? Cause there's a lot out there. You can get a coach, you can talk it through with your friends. But this, this is the, the things that you want to shift. And it's also affirmations work when you've shifted the belief. If you haven't shifted the belief, affirmations don't work. Because if, if you say to yourself, I'm a successful entrepreneur, I'm a successful entrepreneur, but you have an underlying belief that you can't because no one in your family has ever been successful and why, why will you be successful? That affirmation is not going to work. Okay, affirmations work once the belief has been changed. Now with your team, I would get people sharing their negative beliefs because that's very powerful. We, we did that a couple of weeks ago. We had people share their negative beliefs and people just breathe a sigh of relief because they realize it's not just them. And it gives permission for everyone to realize, wow, we all have the same beliefs. Usually what it, most beliefs will come down to a negative money belief, something around money or I am not good enough. I'm not enough. It's usually one of those two. I think there's one other that I'm forgetting. But I, I think those are the two I've always noticed. They always come down to something about money and something about not being enough. And the neat thing too, is that we, when we heal that belief ourselves, we then pass that down. Like if you have kids that then has been healed going down as well, because you, sometimes our belief can come from our parents. So what's nice is if we heal that belief for us, it also gets passed down as well. So any questions on dismantling beliefs? Cause it can sound like, oh, that sounds kind of easy. Mm -hmm. Sometimes this can be like the, the deeper work. So as you're saying, Carmen, you identify identify them first. Yeah. Uh, must find, um, yeah, all things there that aren't true sort of thing as such. Um, then we've got to change these beliefs. It might be as you need coaching and things like that through to do it as such. Yeah. Um, but then I like just how you sort of say, we said earlier about then 
once you get it out of the body, going through it like journaling. I think I need to do so much more journaling. I don't journal enough. Yeah. Yeah, and even just the very fact that you've given it light, like you've shown light on it, that takes away the power of the belief because when we don't shine lights on, lights on things or we're, we feel embarrassed or we feel ashamed of a belief, that keeps it hidden and stuck in our body. But as soon as we shine light on it and we admit, oh, I feel this way, I feel like I'm too old, that takes away half the power of that belief. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yep. Right. Yeah. And talking about it, like, you know, getting a coach is always nice because you have a one-on-one, but even just like in this type of format is wonderful because people can mm. share talking with a friend, talking with someone who knows you really well, because sometimes they will have insights too. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Great. And just the has, fact you said about affirmations work once the belief has been changed. So that's real insightful. Thank you. That's a real aha for me. Yeah, and that's why affirmations were, were given, like people got so excited about them. And then there's this whole thing, like they don't really work, but it's, if they do work, once you change that belief, mm-hmm. but it's like, you can't, you can't like, um, what's a, a good analogy? Like if underneath is kind of muddy and murky, you can't dress mm-hmm. it up with a nice white top. You have to, <laughs> you've got to clean out the stuff first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Has anyone shifted a belief in or used? I, this is in Soulcraft, but I have used EFT and I love that, the tapping. So the big thing that I did for that was believing, and this was back when I was 27, that I had to work hard to make good money, that I would have to like overwork myself. So that, that was my, my big belief changer at 27 and tapping was what helped that. Wow. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. That PDF that you share with us, it's it's amazing. It helped me a lot with the all the money beliefs. And it really helped me find out what was like one of my uh, limiting beliefs about money. And yeah, it's crazy when I when I notice was really <laughs> this is this is the thing. And, and, and yeah, I think it's now I use the tapping for the, my affirmations instead Ooh. of like, um, like the, um, yeah, like the PDF. Yeah. Uh, I say it in my daily affirmations, I use the, the tapping. So it's great. Beautiful. Yeah, that's so fantastic. And the PDF that Emmanuel's mentioning, it's in the resources. I stuck it there recently. I think it's in somewhere else as well, but I put it in resources under, I think it's under PDFs, but it's, it's really nice because it goes through all these limiting beliefs specifically for money, but also success, other things as well. And then it gives the opposite because sometimes people struggle. Well, okay, that's my limiting belief. How do I mm-hmm. reframe it? So it's really good. Yeah. So I think there's like 103 negative mm-hmm. beliefs or limiting beliefs as they call them that are are switched into something that's supportive is there any uh, tapping thing that you can recommend um, yes it, ages ago since i've yeah yes it's in the resources it's, too oh, i thought it might have been okay yeah. thank you great and it's 
you can, it shows you a little video. And I always, when I go back to tapping, because what happens is I'll do tapping for like three weeks and then I won't do it for six months. And then I always have to go back to remind myself like where to tap. So mm -hmm. that's, it's all in there and it's free too. Yeah, great. I have an interesting belief, which actually is not negative in a way. Because okay. when, when I started, I had the, uh, coming from my corporate job, I had for me the feeling leader, I'm a good leader. Okay. Yeah? And then to find out that this wouldn't, this type of leadership would not be serving me as a business minded person. Actually, I realized business mind was far from having it or things like that as my whole life was employee. Yeah. So it, it um, needed quite a um, transformation process. Yeah? And, and also first go down from your I know it to yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have to do something yeah. Yeah? And, and then work on uh, getting that's the, the fundament which is really needed to, to be like business minded and things like that eh? and yeah. also understand what type of leader I mean some things are okay eh? but then yeah. there were other things required to be the leader in network marketing eh? yes yeah. even a positive thing can kind of be in your way huh? <laughs> yeah yeah it's so true and it's it's it takes a humility to admit that the leadership that i had in the business world i need to have mm -hmm. a different leadership here in mm -hmm. network marketing it takes a humility yeah. mm. uh, so uh, for me i i worked that through with with coaching yeah. and then because yeah. yeah i think okay you can do it all alone but if you have somebody it's much more fun and much more quicker and that yeah. is what my experience was then. Yeah. 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 Coaches can be so good because they they're there to keep you accountable and tell you the hard things, you know, which mm -hmm. we our ego is going to want to keep us safe. And yeah. So it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, OK, there's something else with I wanted to mention that just left my mind. Oh, and then with abundance, some things to teach your team. I think we, we talked about this all in Soulcraft, but it's always a good reminder. Things like organizing your money in your wallet. So you've got all the numbers and so that money knows that it's safe. It's organized with you. And then something I learned in an early age as well, as much as you can in your life, keep things organized as well, because success loves order. And so even in terms of like clearing out and, um, you know, doing, doing spring cleaning and giving space for things to come into your life. And they, they talk about, a lot about like artists, like they're messy and like the creative, you know, and that's like a different energy. But when you want to be a successful entrepreneur, you need order um, for things to work better. So it's just a different energy. So that's something in Soulcraft we always talk about, like your office being ordered, et cetera. And then teaching your team about ab abundance. When I was 27 and learning all about this, I learned to tip well wherever I went because that was a small way that I could feel like I'm giving more than I can afford, but it put me into this, this feeling of being abundant. But it wasn't like, you know, you might say tip $10 more than you would normally, um, but you still feel like in this abundance. So that's something I always used to teach my team as well. And then um, I think the other thing that I wanted to mention with this is the, no, I guess this is it. Okay. It's the, the constant appreciation 
and gratitude for whatever that we have, you know, like thanking people, appreciating people um, wherever you can, because of course the universe loves gratitude as well. And, and I love the 21 day abundance challenge of Deepak Chopra. Yes, I so remember you did that. Yeah. That um, came onto my radar when the, the, the whole um, pandemic started yeah. and never left since. So that is, I'm doing constantly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm 21 days up, I start a new one. Occasionally there comes another thing in between, but then I'm back to abundance challenge. I have a, um, a booklet, which yep. I call my Bible, where I kind of um, wrote out for me the important ideas, I mean, which appeal to me being helpful. Yeah. And that and I also put in my mind. But that is similar to, to what and why. Very good to keep the things into your mind. Huh? Yeah. Yes. And, and yeah. that is then having it in my, and I think also from Tony Robbins, in my morning ritual, having these things Huh? And then it's also another morning to start. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Talk, talking abundance that came. Yeah. In my mind. <laughs> it's a great example. Great example. So bringing this all together, if you were going, because what's so nice is if we teach to our team the thing that we're still learning, it's going to be integrated into our body even more. So thinking about teaching your team, how would you teach them about <laughs> identity? like what their identity is. So I would always talk to them about that image of the iceberg because that really helps people see. Okay, 5% is what everyone sees, but it's the 95% that no one sees and that's what's running the show. Mm -hmm. That's our beliefs, that's our limiting beliefs, that's our identity. And if we can always go back to our, our, our identity, we can be, do, have. So who do we want to be in order to do, in order to have? And then once we establish who we want to be, what are any limiting beliefs that are stopping us from having the thing that we want to have? And you know if you have a limiting belief, if there's something you've wanted for a long time and you don't have it, whether that's a partner, whether it's a successful business, whether it's health, you know, whatever it is, there's some limiting belief. And then it's our role to dismantle that. And, but to always approach it never, like never with heaviness, you know, like this is our life to be curious, like, Ooh, I have a negative belief about that. That's interesting, but never wallop ourselves over the head. It's just, you know, it's just something in our life that we'll figure out on the journey. And if you can keep your team excited about that, just being curious, you know, that curiosity helps keep everything light. Like, oh, I wonder what a negative belief might be that I have. All right, any final questions on identity or limiting beliefs or? No, that was great. And I, I think for, it's again, it's such, it's like yoga or meditation or dance or fitness. It's just, it's not something that we learn one time. It's an ongoing thing. Like I constantly think about who do I want to be? How do I want to show up? What's my intention for this? And that's why in the morning ritual, you know how we have the question, why is this important to me? And as Tony Robbins says, good questions are, are the best thing because when we ask ourselves good questions, everything changes. How can I? 
What's my intention? What do I want? That's why on my vision board is question superstar. Question superstar? <laughs> yep. Tell me, tell That's me more. That's what I want to be. That's what you want to that, be. Yeah, yeah. So how do you want to be? And I want to be a question superstar. So a qu oh, question good superstar. questions, questions towards myself, but also questions towards others. And also it's, but it, it, it needs to sink in. Eh? So instead of somebody is kind of making, having an argument, mm. instead of going against, because then you make that bigger, you ask a question, because if you ask a question, then the ball is in the goal of the other person and the other person has to say and that that yeah. the other person is talking gives you space for thinking <laughs> yeah yeah yes yeah and well, so many arguments training. Training. be yeah. 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 mitigated if people would just ask curious questions yeah why do you think that yeah yeah and and it's also mm -hmm. i think uh, um kind of be interested in the other person more than show off your uh, whatever mm -hmm. yes so, Mm. as uh, a lot of things come because yeah they are in another world and and yeah. how are you to kind of judge this world mm. yeah so it's mm. come it bring it from the point of view like an interesting book and you want to know more yeah um, that normally opens more doors than go against something huh? yeah yeah Nice. I think question you all three <laughs> are good listeners and good, good question asker, askers <laughs> Uh, all right so fantastic call um we'll take a picture and then remember you have to do your two ahas and your two action steps really great i love these intimate calls just as much as when we have tons of people because then we can get really into each of your things so thank you great very question. much you're so welcome all right i'm going to do our normal picture first so one two three big smiles and then i will do our crazy one, two, three. Ah! <laughs> you look like Garfield Emmanuel. <laughs> that was great. Uh, all right. Thank you so much for showing up. Have a really great week. And then any further questions, of course, just ask on the forum and I'll see you next week. Oh, thank you. That was fantastic. Yep. You're so thank welcome. You. Good night, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> Me too. <laughs>